0: There is, a, well, we'll call it a small bison herd that has been um, set up on the Woodland Cree Nation in our province. Um, and it's, it's a big step forward. It's a really fascinating story. So to get the details on it, we are going to chat with Chief Isaac Labucan-Averon and Lawrence Lamouche of the Woodland Cree Nation, both of them joining us this morning. Um, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. <laughs> no problem, Lawrence. You there? Lawrence, are you University, there? Yeah. Okay, Lawrence, is there? Okay, awesome. Chief. I want to start with you because we're talking about the fact that you've not. What it's it's fourteen, fifteen bison out there right now. Is that right? A-D. Eighteen, I believe. Eighteen. Okay, it's um, it's taken a long time though, right? This all basically got started back what in twenty nineteen. Yes. Yep. Um, and you're part of a. I mean there's a whole group of First Nations right across the continent really that are doing this. Just tell us how you got involved in this project a couple of years ago. Why you decided it was something that would be good for uh, Woodland. Well, we've always I've always
1: been interested in bison like a long time ago. Well, I guess over 20 years ago when I was firefighting, I'd found a buffalo skull in literally in our traditional lands but in the middle of nowhere. Um, so, since then, I've been fascinated about buffalo. And
0: then, as the uh, stars align, so to speak, we, were, we had the opportunity to get some. And the bison come from Elk Island National Park. Now, Lawrence, you are land manager uh, for Woodland Creek First Nation. And it's sort of it's fallen on you to sort of look after this herd, right? It's your job?
2: Yes, it's part of my uh job description now, yes, to um take after them. But um it's not just me. It's a, it's a, it's a whole pack of us that uh you know, jump in and uh do the best we can to make sure that they're thriving in our in our on our homeland.
0: Now, when this little plan got started, and you found out that you were soon going to be responsible for a small herd of wood bison, um did you have any experience? Did you have any understanding? I mean, what did you have to do to get ready?
2: um uh well to be honest no um uh, like like i said we've we've had uh you know a lot of uh learning to do but um in the short amount of time that i've learned it um it helped tremendously and you know i've always been fascinated with them as well um you know we hear stories of uh long ago of uh bison and uh we we know that bison are in the area because of um you know part of um the findings, like uh, Chief Isaac mentioned, the skulls, but also uh, just some of the old stories and, you know, how our area was almost like uh plains area in in, in some areas, and that was due to the, the bison long ago. So at least that's what, the, you know, the stories that we hear. So, yeah, it took um, it a short amount of time
0: to uh, learn as much as we can, but we got it what, what goes into it now? Like, is this a data? I mean, are they wild, I guess, for lack of a better word, or are they sort of, you got a lot of hands-on care of these animals?
2: Um, not much hands-on right now. Uh, we've just, um, uh, opened up area for them so that they could roam around. And, um, you know, they, they tend to, you know, do, do what they want to do in, in, in that area we have for them. Um, uh, we, we feed them, we give them, uh, hay minerals and, uh, water as needed, and um, some of it's uh, daily, but, you know, we check, we, we check um, every day or every second day to make sure that they have what they need, and uh, we just go from there.
0: Chief, how important is it to have um, wood bison roaming on, on the Woodland Creek First Nation? Well, I think it's uh,
1: very important now. Like, it did come, I don't want to say unexpectedly, but it's something that we do find important, especially as as we go through, like, times of uncertainty. Like, when I look at the bison, I look at some kind of food security in the future. Not right now, but maybe in five years from now. You know, and I'm mm-hmm. hoping it also helps on some of the, the wildfire... Um, to deter some of the wildfire stuff. So, like as Lauren says, as they roam and as they kind of forage, they kind of clean up the, the area. So hopefully it deters some of the the wildfire as well. But, yeah, it's very important to create purpose, to create jobs, and to even just uh, get that pride into our community.
0: And also there's a cultural connection, right? I mean, we all know. If there's one thing we know, we know how important Bisons were to the First Nations people of this country.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Like, even in our area, there's old community that is literally called Bison Lake. And then our neighboring community with the Lubicon First Nation, it's also, they're in a community called Little Buffalo. Hmm.
0: So, How big would you like to see your herd get?
1: Oh, man, if I could, I'd like to see it definitely over 100.
0: Okay. What are the plans? I mean, are you just growing it out on your own now? Or, I mean, these ones came from Elk Island National Park. Is there a plan to get more from the federal government, or how do you go about growing the herd? I think as we develop capacity, I think
1: we're basically leaving all doors open, so to speak. So take it day by day, you know, and then uh, plans, yes, it would be nice to plan. To continue to get the herd bigger in the future, but to maintain the the genetically specific woodland woodland buffalo
0: lawrence what's what's your goal here? I mean obviously you're taking care of the animals and, and looking after the herd, but I mean you 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 too talk about that cultural connection and how you'd like to bring that to the young people right
2: yes um, yeah, so you know my, my vision for the future for these bison are also um, you know making sure that they they're healthy that uh they they thrive in our area and um part of that is just learning you know how to kind of separate them as needed and uh bringing more um wood bison bulls in and uh you know that's you know something we can talk about in the future from uh, elk island national park just to help uh you know keep those genetics there and um to help them uh you know grow as, as needed um you know one of the cultural things you know that uh, when we were talking about it, uh, maybe, you know, just introducing it into uh, our school curriculum so that they can, you know, learn, yeah. observe, and um, apply whatever knowledge that we can together to uh, help them thrive in this area. So the more that we we know and learn and contribute, I think that will greatly increase our, um, our knowledge and, um, you know, the things that we need to do to help them thrive in our area. And so that everybody knows and, you know, learns from that. And also, too, with the, with our, our language, the Cree, right? Because we, we call wood and sagamusos in our language. And, you know, that's very important to always address that, uh, you know, that's who they are. Because, you know, the more we use our language, the more we learn. and sure.
0: You know, our, our traditions and our cultures, you know, stay intact. Isaac and Lawrence, I think it's awesome what you're doing. And I really appreciate you taking some time to tell us a story this morning. Thank you so much.
1: Even milk tastes no, a little bit no sweeter in the coffee in the morning. Does it? <laughs> I'm just bugging
0: it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate your time. Uh, that is oh, geez, Lawrence. Okay. That is Lawrence Lamouche and um, Chief, Chief Isaac um, Labakan uh, from the Woodland Cree Nation in Alberta, uh, where they have brought back. As you heard, they started with 14. They brought in 14 bison from Elk Island National Park late last spring and introduced them to the Woodland Cree First Nation. It's now up to 18, and they hope to continue expanding the herd. And um, it's just such a such a neat story. Tiny Tim sent, uh, sent us a text saying, uh, Bison is hands down my favorite meat. I pray for the return of massive wild herds, as they are a North American symbol. Thank you so much to both these individuals for helping to try and nurture them back to grow a healthy population. I want to do more on this story, Tiny Tim, because this is just one aspect. Um, as I said, they started this back in 2019, but um, the Woodland Cree First Nation was one of more than two dozen First Nations um, that signed what's called the Buffalo Treaty. And the goal of this is to restore the bison herd to the wild. Um, so they were one of the early adopters in Canada and right away. Parks Canada came along and offered a herd of 14, and they jumped on it. Now they're often running up to 18. Uh, but I'd be interested in knowing if there's other First Nations in Canada and in the United States that are taking part in this program. I got a text from Kerry saying, shame my late grandfather, Chief Chunkle, introduced uh, reintroduced bison in northwest Alberta in the early 90s as well. The herd grows so large, they had to hand out hunting tags. So it's a project that's been underway in different areas, and I'd be interested to see how successful it's been, not only in the Alberta area, but uh, right across the prairies.